0: Undercover Carson, secret agent.
1: Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. Anton Zarovsky was the second scientist we managed to locate. He was a consulting engineer in Rio and insisted that he was leading a well-ordered life, a family man, that he would have no dealings with me or my kind, and that all his data had already been handed over to the mysterious Chaco. However, Angelo, Sir Giles Davenport's servant, discovered that Zarovsky had packed up some papers and left his offices in Rio in considerable haste. Coinciding with this was the sudden departure of Hetty Fitzhenry, the red headed American bird painter. On a trip to the Andes in Peru. She was supposed to be tracking down some unusual bird. That alerted me. As I asked Sir Giles and Angelo in the Davenport apartment next morning, was there any connection?
0: On the face of things, Carson, it's rather hard to say. Mm.
1: What about Zarovsky, Angelo?
2: Did you manage to find out where he's gone? Unfortunately, Senor Carson, my relatives have managed to discover nothing. Mm. Pity. But he's breezed
0: off somewhere. Indeed, and you stirred up the breeze that blew him, so to speak. Mm.
1: You know, sir, I'm wondering... Come along, then. Let's have it, old man. Maybe stretching coincidence too far, then. Let's hear it. Wondering whether Zorowski slipped off to the Andes with Hetty following. You mean this Zorowski fellow and Miss Fitzhenry are working together? Not that, sir. hate to suspect such a divine creature, but possible that Hetty and her crowd are as interested as we are in pressing Zorowski for further information. It could be, Carson. It could well be. Presuming, of course, that Hetty is part and parcel of one of rival powers. Understood. And other things, uh, when I had the uh, opportunity to press Zerovsky for certain answers, he mentioned Andes. In what way? Well, I wanted to know uh, if he could tell me places to locate other scientists. He replied implied they'd scattered and vanished, though he did get a drop that one might be in the Andes. Uh, worth noting, all right. Well, now, where does that get us? Mm, Angela hasn't been able to find out anything on Zorowski's movements, but it might be possible to check on (laughs) Hetty. He has relatives enough. That's one thing certain. I will take
0: immediate
2: steps, Excellency. Uh, Ah, fella. However, Excellency, I I feel that I would be failing you if I did not speak aloud the suspicions in my heart. Go right ahead. This painter of birds, Excellency, I trust not anything she might do.
0: Oh, you are not exactly a fan, we realize that. I would caution both yourself
2: and Senor Carson not to plunge into any undertaking such as pursuing her. Mm-hmm. Why not, might lad ask? Oh, this would not be the first time, Senor, that she has attempted to play you for a fool. Oh,
1: steady, old chap. There's nothing concrete against her. Matter of fact, all these quirks of hers are explained by her temperament. And
2: it is in my temperament that issues this warning. Remember, Senor, I am but two generations removed from ancestors who were complete savages. Yes, they... sir, I've heard all about that. They were endowed with ability to sense danger, and now I find myself sensing danger.
1: Well, we'll bear this warning in mind. It would be wise, Senor. But you will track down information on Miss Fitzhenry's moves.
2: Her activities, Senor, will come under the very closest scrutiny that my relatives are able to provide. Uh, Is there anything more, Excellency?
0: No, old man. Next move awaits your return. Then I will hasten away.
2: Though it may be a matter of hours, it could be a question of days.
0: Best of luck. sir.
2: Many thanks to you both, Seigneur.
1: Hmm... Hard oh, bird. <laughs> noticed him getting under your skin a little. <laughs> well, Sir Dowden, the fellow isn't exactly in approval of my female
0: acquaintances. Uh, good thing, Carson. Get me out of trouble all these long years I've been in the Latin countries. How long has he been with you? Oh, let me think now. Oh, 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 Fifteen years. Where'd you pick him up? In my apartment, though a different one in those days. In your apartment, sir? Indeed. Caught the rogue red-handed going through my drawers and so on. Burgling, you mean? Practically. Though he was hired by some shady devils who wanted to know what I was doing in these parts. That is, as well as drawing fat fees as director on a number of boards. We had a chat and he realised the error of his ways. And you employed him? From that day on.
1: Hmm. Odd recommendation.
0: Carson, I found him to be fanatically loyal. And time and again I found his advice absolutely right on the knocker.
1: Meaning I should
0: take a little more notice of it? Oh, not at all, Carson. But I must say, though, he has an uncanny gift for sensing danger. And he's met the intriguing Miss Fitzhenry. I
1: haven't. Mm, Hetty was certainly a problem. Thinking over the things that had happened, especially the way she'd decided to come along on my so-called bird-watching expedition, it was hard not to suspect her. Talked to her and it all vanished. Anyway, an hour or two passed with a few drinks to fill in the time. Still, no word of Angelina.
0: Never fear, Carson. He'll be reporting in due course, either personally or by phone. Well, Men alive, that's a pipe I've never seen before. Mm. Mm, so extraordinary-looking objects. Mm. Like it, sir? Somewhat dazzling, I must say. <laughs> Tis I expect warmer it gets, you know that. The more the colours change round the glass bowl, business. I thought the jolly thing had changed colour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, amazing. Mm, oh, runs the whole range of the spectrum.
0: Oh, there it is again, changing from yellow to green. Mm, party pipes, I doubt. And what manner of lethal weapon is this one? <laughs> oh, quite harmless, purely decorative. Or you or do you use it to lure the female there? <laughs> eh? <laughs> oh, I have done times, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> ah, key in the door. Angela? I certainly trust so.
2: I'm back, Excellency.
0: And we are very pleased to see you, old man. The burning question, of course, is,
2: did you have any luck? See, <laughs> si, Excellency. The senorita has already departed from Rio de Janeiro. For points west? For Peru, senor. And ah, then she must be going
1: up into the Andes. What about that, Enchero? It
2: has been discovered by one of my relatives that she intends to seek out the King Condor. The
1: King Condor? Oh, massive creature, Sir Giles. Fourteen feet from wingtip to wingtip. Rarely comes down less than 15,000 feet. Great
0: heavens, man, the woman's going mountain climbing. she
2: you
1: have to. That is, if she's really going to see the King Condor.
2: This is perhaps another ruse on her behalf. How so? To persuade you to follow her, Senor.
1: Oh, steady old chap. How was I to know where she was going? Why?
2: I had to get you and relatives onto the job to find out. Indeed, Senor. But it was perhaps her intention that you should become so interested that you would take steps to find out.
1: What are you getting at exactly?
2: Was it not from Senor Deauville that you discovered that the senorita had suddenly departed on a journey? So, Roger Doville. told me when I bumped into him at uh, White Tulip Cabaret. Perhaps he was waiting there in the hope that you would come.
1: You're suggesting the whole thing's a plot.
2: Indeed, Senor.
1: All right then, let's say it is.
2: What is Miss Fitzhenry again, Senor? On these great mountain heights where the King Condor birds abound, they lift sheep in their great talons and dash them to the rocks below, killing them. Oh, it may well be her hope to lure you to those heights and kill you. I'm going to a
1: lot of trouble to dispose of a fellow, must I? Anyway, Sir Giles, um, you're being somewhat silent. Uh, weighing things mentally, old man. Well, I've weighed the matter. I'm going to follow Miss Fitzhenry.
2: <sighs> For what reason, Seynoor?
1: Zorovsky has vanished. And I have a notion Hetty might be following him.
0: I do what you think best, Carson? Uh, Angelo, any further word on this, Sorovsky? No,
2: nothing, Sir Excellency. But my relatives remain alert.
0: Good. Now,
1: Carson... I'm following, sir. Decided. Of course, you'll have to have a reason. When Hetty followed me on my jungle jaunt, she said she'd come along on the bird-watching expedition as a painter. Well, two can play that game. I'm joining the bird painting expedition as a watcher. B-
2: but perhaps it is not for the painting of birds that the senorita goes, say no. That's what
1: I'm hoping. The point is, are you coming with me? Uh, I'd like to have you.
2: <laughs> Excellency. Uh,
1: naturally, Angelo, you must go.
2: But my relatives, Excellency, their inquiries are not at an end. Now, by
0: the time we make arrangements to fly out of here, they may have discovered something. And feeling that, they can always contact me here. Now, gentlemen, the red hair has a start on you. I'd suggest you get cracking.
1: So another die was cast. It was at the back of my mind that Fay Carelli had warned me that she'd overheard Hetty boasting, boasting that she was going to lure me away somewhere. But I dismissed it. This seemed such a worthwhile lead to take up. The following day, a trembling Angelo and I began a series of jaunts by plane and car till we found ourselves in Lima, Peru. He trembled because he feared planes. But once in that fine city, his old fearlessness came back. due course, I traced Hetty and joined her in the lounge of her hotel.
3: You son of a gun, Bruce. I just can't get over it, you following me all this way.
1: <laughs> That's how bird watching gets a her.
3: Say, I thought it might be for watching another sort of bird. How so? Well, redhead.
1: Oh, <laughs> 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 of course, yeah. Really the main reason.
3: You lie in your teeth.
1: Uh, well, in pipe, rather.
3: Oh, <laughs> those pipes and that talk. Oh, they get me. <laughs> well, are we going to drink this stuff the waiter brought along?
1: Oh, says, hmm. Yes, All the best, dear.
3: To you, Bruce. May our expedition take us high, right up to the King Condors. Ooh. Uh, oh, boy. Has that got a mule kick? (laughs) Oh, but, Bruce, you really shouldn't ought to have followed me. No? Mm -mm. I'll be starting to think that I've got you where I want you at last. Oh, look who's come to spoil our little get-together. Huh? Man Friday.
1: Uh Uh-oh, Angela.
3: No, I don't figure out why you had to bring that gloomy character along with you. Oh, gentle fella, really. It's no gentle look I get from those smoldering eyes you better see what he wants. He's waving you over. Mm,
1: sir, e- excuse me a moment.
3: All right. I guess I'll have to.
2: Señor, forgive me for this interruption, but this telegraph message arrives for you at our hotel. No
1: oh, well, thanks. Hmm, from where? Si. Oh, well, open, I hope you expect... This doesn't please me one little bit. The news is bad, Signal. No. So. <laughs> so? You may enjoy it. Dr. Giles, listen. Angelo's relatives regretfully report Polish bird found dead just outside Rio, Davenport. Polish bird, Signal? No. Zorowski. Seems you were right, old chap. Miss Fitzhenry's sudden departure was a trick to get us out of the way. Looks as if we've fallen for it. <laughs> Or was it a trick? In any case, I was away over the other side of this huge continent, while the real struggle for the Death Ray secret continued in Rio. Was it Hetty who was putting us out of the running in Operation Death Ray?
3: Undercover Carson, written
0: by Michael Noonan, and produced by Walter Pym for our Transa.